0: Welcome to Connect with DP City, ADP City Church Podcast. Some of the best conversations I've had is with YouTube weapons, you know. I'm going to say something pretty controversial right now. Based on my Yo Mama tagline, right?
1: No, Santiago is amazing. Miss Torrey is definitely raised an amazing, amazing young man. We're super um, just thankful not only to be his youth pastors or his uh, production leads, but just his friend.
0: Um, it was interesting that you brought up kids. Uh, like recently when Cheyenne was in a Hey guys, game welcome to this episode of Connect with DP City. We are in here with my beautiful host, Miss Sharisa Headley, and, I was and the wonderful Cora. <laughs> now, if you guys don't know, Cora in, in our they church like, is probably in the so running mean. for the most craftiest I mean, I just, person I on campus. That what did you say? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a trophy that you should wear proudly. And <laughs> yeah, one of
1: the best spirited gosh. people. <laughs> like, honestly, Havish. like, you're drawn. Pheavish well, I was going to gonna get there. I was going to oh, give her her worldly accolades go ahead, go ahead, first. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad.
0: So I think my first core memory of Cora, see what I did there? It was yeah, core memory. I think she made us, like, a strawberry lemonade for, like, a youth event or something.
1: Oh, my goodness. And the watermelon and, like, fruit bowl thing. I don't even know where that was at, but it was. uh, was, Yeah, you're right, though. Was it Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah, I think it was Thanksgiving. I even went home and tried to replicate it.
1: It didn't work (laughs) out well.
0: It tasted okay.
1: It didn't. It wasn't Cora's. I'm sorry. (laughs) I love you, but no. (laughs) So, Cora,
0: when are we going to get that recipe? That's what we want to know.
1: Anytime, anytime. (laughs)
2: Right?
0: So, if you guys don't know, Cora is a major part of our campus. She helps out all over. She um, attends Jenica's connect group. Mm-hmm. She used to serve food at one of Reggie's connect groups. They don't do food anymore, I don't think.
2: No, they have new carpet now. <laughs> <laughs> but I still go to Reggie's Unchained on Tuesday and Back to Basics on Saturday.
0: So she attends two of Reggie's groups. She's the ultimate um, connect group uh, follower, a, right? She's a connect group connector.
1: She's a, gr- a grouper. <laughs> she's a connect group grouper.
0: Dang. Like groupie? I, Not groupie I don't know about yeah. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't take that. I'd this,
1: this way. No, I mean, it's a good place. She's a follower of Christ is what I was
0: saying. <laughs> She's also the mother to two amazing kids on campus. Yes. One of our favorites, Brody mm-hmm. and Brayden. We love Brayden. His spirit and oh, energy gosh. is just um, it's so crazy. Him. I love it. He's one of our favorites. We get to see him on campus. We and couldn't. we got
1: to see him play baseball recently. We
0: did get to see him play baseball mm-hmm. I think football is probably more the sport for Brayden.
2: Yeah, I have some people ask we're in town: Is he on a league yet? Yeah,
0: huh. he's definitely a football player.
1: But he's such a tender spirit, though I feel.
0: Oh, that. W- Am like, I
1: wrong on that? He has both sides. That can change. He is looking forward to going to
2: your y'all's youth group.
0: He only has. I'm almost yeah, there yet. Yeah. Am I mature
2: enough yet? <laughs> he only has what three more years? Only. He's gonna be in fourth grade.
0: So two more years. Oh, well, man. like a year and a half. Some fifth graders come up a little early. I so love that's him. always good. He's we so do. cute. And before we started the podcast, Cora actually said that she's going to be coming to the beach trip.
2: Oh, yeah, Yay. I'm excited. Got it in my calendar already. That's right.
0: So, what snacks and goodies does Cora have planned?
2: Maybe some fruit kebabs. Um, I don't know. Y'all doing a barbecue there?
0: No, it's B Y O F.
1: Bring your own food? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and beverage? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, tent. Well, we have the tents covered, but you know.
0: So, we're going to be Cheer. hitting you up looking for some fruit kebabs. All
1: right. <laughs> oh, be careful with eye though. Kenai is a fruit and veggie fanatic. Like, he could survive off of fruit, veggies, and bread. Yeah, I saw that for the rest the, of the other night life. when we were
2: together at uh, Tracy's house. Oh, That's yeah. That's all he yeah. <laughs> yeah, we
0: need to do that again, Tracy. Yeah. Can you uh, set up a we're waiting potluck? waiting for the invite. That was fun. We took um, Kenai to Subway yesterday, and he the guy was putting cucumbers, and he's like, Can I get more? Can I get more? And the guy's looking at him like, this kid is a joke. Wow. There's no way the seven year old kid is asking for mountains of cucumbers.
1: The funny part was I mean, don't get me wrong, we make good sandwiches, but the rest of us in the family, we were first and um, we were giving everything that we wanted. You know, like sometimes they do their trains a little different. They'll skip a person and then go to another one. So we ended up being before Kenai and Ours are like very few to minimal uh, veggies in each of our sandwiches. and then you have Kenai at the end. it's like I want all the tomatoes I want all this, all that like it's it was so funny.
0: No cheese though. it was not oh, like cheese on the yeah. sandwiches.
1: He's cheese selective,
0: I would say. He's cheese selective. Well,
2: Brayden makes his own at Subway, but he puts all the meats, yeah, extra this, extra that. He add the avocado, like, add the jalapeno, ooh, and the pepperoni. Dang, he has he the expensive sandwich. Yeah. He has like <laughs> the
0: twenty dollars sandwich. It kind of is really expensive. Subway yeah. is expensive. You could it's go to a so restaurant. Good
1: though. So
2: we made our own subs last night at home. <laughs> nice. Did you
0: buy he, them different kinds of meats and stuff?
2: I just got the um, the meat for the spicy Italian.
0: Mm. Oh,
1: it's so good. Have you ever tried the Winco sandwiches? No, I haven't.
0: So they're like pre-made subs. They're like five bucks. They're good. We take them to the beach. Yeah,
2: like, that's our beach um, meal. Yeah, yeah, we've taken Subway a couple times to the beach. Now you're going to make me think about what I'm maybe be taking to the beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> good. Well,
1: I'll we'll make. have sandwiches if you want some sandwiches. Because well, well, we normally do like two of each. That way between the entire day, like there's plenty. And then we'll usually take watermelon or... Um, grapes and stuff like that. And I that don't drinks. really eat
0: that much when I'm at the beach. I normally eat after I'm more like an mm-hmm. after person but and what's really weird is I'm a soda holic like in real life, I love soda but for some reason I don't drink it at the you beach.
1: Need- the Gatorade Yeah, and all that I don't that drink it. The, I,
0: I would rather have like a Gatorade or something like that when I'm at the beach for some reason. Afterwards, though, we always stop at In-N-Out. So if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> save your dinner because there's an In-N-Out right off of the 76. We always stop there, Miss mm-hmm. Teresa and I, if you guys want to join us.
2: We usually do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. In-N-Out. Uh, Brody's the In-N-Out. It's like perfect, right? Yeah. After a day at the beach. But speaking of food, watermelon, you said. Yes. That's one of my favorite foods. Watermelon mm-hmm. and... Hot wings with bone-in. Oh. Together? No, just oh. those are my favorite foods.
0: I thought that was a meal. I was like, "What do mmm.
2: see?" I'm always that.
1: down for wings. Bone-in. This guy would love to go to Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings well, those like, aren't, all, all the time. I don't go there
0: for the wings. Experience. Like, it's just the Whatever. vibe.
1: I like wings and things. Do you like wings and things? Kind of. Is it's there a okay. better one?
2: It's I, okay. Am I missing out? I, I like Chili's wings, actually.
0: The ghost kitchen wings, like the no, ones. I had those. Or the ones that Just you the actually order from classic hot wings. So, so, supposedly, I think it's called Just Wings or something, and it's a restaurant that's a ghost kitchen at Chili's. So, you can oh. only get it if you order, like, not Instacart, what is it? Like, Uber Eats or something. It's mm. so the only way to get it. It's called Just Wings. And it's like the wings that they have at Chili's, but they have more options and varieties. Oh. And it gets delivered to you. I gotta go Google that.
1: Huh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you mentioning about the watermelon at Ladies Night this past month. Yeah, because Jenica had asked; she she did such a good. job Oh, that was oh such a goodness. hit! That was so fun, right? You yes. got to let the ladies know you guys had listening like, a in, lot of
0: people there, right? We,
1: it was fun. Yeah. There was there was a good group of ladies, but Jenica had started it off with almost like an icebreaker type thing. So like, introduce your name, um, a little bit about you, and then what your favorite snack would be. Like, and so of course, you put a group of women together who are already indecisive. I was gonna you know? say, <laughs> what day difficult. of the week your was, changes your favorite snack? I was a snack. third person, so it was like quick. I was, oh, like, was it oh. Takis? What did w- I what say? What did you say? I don't, I don't even don't remember.
0: remember. Hot Cheetos?
1: I think I said Cheese Danish because I was like,
0: Yeah, that, that was an interesting day if it's Cheese Danish was your favorite snack. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I
1: don't think I was into the spice But though. every time someone would say something, we were like, Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh that yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> And we so, had to choose just one, uh-huh. right? And Cora is like, "Well, watermelon. Considering I just ate a full bowl of watermelon before <laughs> I came too. Well,
0: I did a I did a diet back in two thousand sixteen, I think, and it was basically a no sugar diet. Um, I would do that because I used to really like ice cream. I don't like it as much as I used to, mm. but I used to really like ice cream. And obviously when you go on a diet, you can't have ice cream. I don't care if they tell you it's low fat or whatever. You shouldn't have ice cream. <laughs> and so I would take my um, my watermelon, cut it in half, put it in the fridge. And I don't remember what I used to pour in it. It was some sort of liquid like water, but I don't think it was water. But it would basically, basically would give it like the slushy feel, put it in the freezer for like 20 minutes and then just eat out of the the thing like it was ice cream. That was my, my way of getting through it. And salt. I like salt on watermelon a lot. Yeah. It That's makes, good.
1: Oh, my mouth is already watering I had to cut back then. on the salt. Me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not a salt person. I am. I, l- I know. I love pretzels. Salty. Pretzels See, I are like, my favorite I like snack. the sweet and, and salty concept or like the spicy and sour concept or whatever it is. But um, I don't do too much salt. So like, we
0: just found an amazing sandwich place down in Oceanside and we ordered chicken chicken
1: Oh, chicken pesto, pesto. sandwich. <gasps> okay. Oh, I love oh my pesto. Goodness. I'm half convinced that we need to stop there before we um, go to the beach. They're not open that, that they early. They have to, Someone's going to be open. I'm just saying it is amazing. So think grilled cheese meets panini. I know that's almost the same thing, but with chicken and the chicken pesto um like dressing then they put some other kind of like um i don't even know what it is but like it's sauce or something and it and it is grilled and it is perfection like i'm sure brody would love it, it he was loves amazing when i make cheese tortellini
2: with pesto he loves that
0: Oh, he better marry an Italian woman. <laughs> <laughs> he wants pastas. I'm not a big pasta eater. I, my whole family likes oh, like uh, chicken alfredo, fettuccine. And I'm like, I'll just eat a salad, I guess. I don't know. So how did you find Dwelling Place?
2: Actually, my son started going to the DP school first. Then about six months later, I j- just after going to functions and meeting people, I said, oh, I'll give the church a try. And plus, uh, our in-laws went. Mm-hmm. attended the church and they encouraged me to go. That was Matt and Christy mm-hmm. Oliver. And so I came and I've been here ever since. Yeah. I, 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 I gave my life back to the Lord here.
0: Right. So, well, we love having you here at DP city
2: and I take my walk seriously and I love it here. <laughs> I love it. There's so much to do and different people, different groups, like the connect groups and, uh, it's very family-oriented. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's always something to do. Right. right. So you don't sit at home in your head or go into old habits or old ways, old behaviors. I have something to just jump into. Like, oh, I and they accept everyone to be a service. It's not like, oh, you can't cause this, you can't cause that. The doors are always open. Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: And and that's one thing that you jumped right into is like, okay, how can I serve people? Like, even though God is still working on you and you're still coming back to the Lord and, and going through your journey, you also want to help people through that same right at right. the same time and right. i think that's awesome i'm just...
2: seeing where he's allowed things in my life to happen for all my pain for his purpose i can see it now I mm-hmm. can see it happening and coming to life all the suffering mm-hmm. has made me stronger and yeah
1: i love that you're such an inspiration honestly i i don't know if you notice it like in yourself but like you like how i mentioned earlier like you're someone that People are definitely drawn to, and you can't say that about everyone who's like a happy-ish kind of person. Like it's, it's not always, it doesn't always mean the same. So when people see you or your smile or like even just like your bright shirt that you're wearing right now, like (laughs) there's something about you, like, is it okay to say energy? (laughs) Okay. Can I say it's not, it's not me.
2: It's God. It's the Holy Spirit coming through me because Mm -hmm. I am nothing and I pray for His love to come out of me. Mm. It's nothing I've done or nothing I'm doing. It's Him through me. Mm. And, That's awesome. And I don't. And like I don't know who brings it up, but who wants to be around a grumpy Christian, right? I have so much to celebrate. And now that I am seeing my my, va- <laughs> my valleys and uh, up and down, up and down, just staying consistent with a walk, no matter what. Don't leave mm. Him. You know.
1: You're, pursuing. Leave us. you're so, pursuing Christian. I love let, me, that. let me
0: give a little inside baseball. Reggie is the one who poses the question, who wants to be uh-huh. around a grumpy Christian? Aaron Paleo is the one who uh-huh. claims to be a grumpy Christian. So just so Well, everyone Jenica knows. calls
1: Aaron out for it. And Blaine. Jenica as well calls
0: him out for it. Which we love, Aaron and Jenica and Reggie. Yes. You know.
1: No, it's definitely true, though. But I, I think it is a part of you, though. I, I understand what you're saying, but you've now adapted it as who you are and who you want to be. And so that's why it's so important to you to stick to it, you know, and that's awesome. And I've gained family here. Like when you say Jenica and her connect group or Reggie,
2: like we are family Mm -hmm. and most of my family's in Texas. I do have an older sister out here. Um, But a lot of times when I don't have anywhere to go or do on the holidays, they invite me in Mm -hmm. or, and I do sometimes with, uh, Brody's in law's too
0: as well. Well shoot, man. The way the way Cora cooks, we might might as well start inviting her over to our.
2: Everything I had to cut all that out, all that butter and oh, all that salt cuz to have to Once a year. Once a year <laughs> is good. Once a year is good. Yeah, but you then gotta
1: Thanksgiving save. turns into Christmas and Christmas turns into <laughs> Right? It's <everything> so funny <laughs> cuz everyone starts <laughs> dieting
0: in October and they're like then they hit that November and they're like I'll just get through the holidays and I'll start again. And then they don't ever start till October again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or beginning of the year. But then it's one thing after another.
0: I don't know. Do you know that technically (laughs) diet diet or dieting just is a definition of what you eat? You're always on a diet. It's just rather if it's a good one or not. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm
2: trying to work on. Making healthy choices. And teaching the lifestyle to my children as well. Oh, that's good.
0: I mean, Brody's itsy bitsy skinny... Yeah, yeah, but he
2: likes, he's aware of what he eats mm. sometimes. Is
0: he a picky eater?
2: <laughs> he was really picky. He's not as much anymore. He was really, really picky.
0: So like his go-to meal at like McDonald's was just chicken He didn't onions. like McDonald's. No. Oh. So what well, did he like? He, he liked In-N-Out. Right.
2: And now he does the, um. what's the big one? <gasps> Five Guys. No, the big In-N-Out, the big burger.
0: Oh, the Double Double. Or,
2: oh. or he's into animal style fries. Mm. That's good. No onions though.
0: I like animals. But normally like at home, animals.
2: he's like, oh, I want to try to eat healthier. I'll mm-hmm. make comments like that.
0: So he'll just eat like, what do you? What would you make him on a random or Tuesday he's night? Picky.
2: Well, usually when he's visiting, maybe some, the tortellini with the pesto.
0: He likes that. Yeah, he likes that. Remember Have, have remember we told him over. that that's not healthy? <laughs> I know. But it's not like
1: he eats a lot. It's a small little bowl. Yeah. We used to make, um, when we first found out about the tortellinis, we would make um, it, with uh, what is it called? The brats. Oh yeah. So we, I would make the um, the tortellinis, which obviously I'm not really making anything. I'm just putting boiling it. it. Yeah. <laughs> to be real, and then we would grill up the brats and dice them up, and then put like an a vinaigrette or like an olive oil type thing on it. Oh my gosh, he so likes uh, chicken breast grilled. He likes healthy chicken breast. Mm.
0: <laughs> not my guy. <laughs> Brody, if you're listening to this, we have to repair our relationship. Oh no! I don't, I don't like your style of eating, man. I like chicken breast fried with barbecue sauce oh, no, or but ranch. He's, he's,
2: his taste buds have grown. He likes sushi now. Ooh, sushi! Oh, we good. like
0: sushi, but you know what? Me and Teresa were just talking about the this too. In the past six months, my taste buds have gone like complete left mm-hmm. wing. Like Same here. I used to just eat like a. Like, a seven-year-old, like, I just wanted fried, crunchy food. And, like, now I'm like, oh, I want lettuce, tomato, onions. Like, I still hate pickles, but pickles and olives are gross. I love
2: pickle juice. He's I can just drink a glass see? of pickle juice.
0: You're very you're very related to God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Why have
0: you not bought in the drink the pickle juice well, sweater from our church store? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, we'll have to show I you. I did, when yes. I was
2: pregnant with Brody... I ordered um, Otter Pops, but they're called Pickle Pops, and I would hide them out in the freezer so
1: only I could have them. Oh, that's right. I forgot the <laughs> those. That it, it is. There's actually a pickle community where they put it, and I think there's even like restaurants and stuff that have like <laughs> When I was in a <laughs> restaurant, a uh, snow cone
2: stand, wasn't a stand, it was a building, but in Texas, they had so many flavors, and one of them was pickle juice flavor. Was it one and of that's the most popular? And that's very common in Texas, know. right? I didn't. The pickles? I'm not down for that for snow cone, but... <laughs> more like a I watermelon think
0: more like, cotton candy I think that's more like South Carolina no
1: I don't know I feel like when I went to Texas every place that we stopped at had something pickle oh. related or flavored yeah they usually have right?
2: pickles
0: yeah. in
1: a
2: jar or like at your sporting events you can get a pickle
0: yeah that's okay I think it's more like in places where it's okay to date your cousin Stop. <laughs> I don't know Kentucky stuff <laughs> like that Louisiana are you done Oh, uh, sorry Okay. do you like Cajun food <laughs> I do. I like I like Cajun I'm, shrimp.
2: Do I look that picky? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but you know, like you said about the taste buds lately, mm-hmm. I think it's after I was sick, I guess, COVID, um, my taste buds did change because mm-hmm. I can't eat onion anymore, and I used to could eat sushi three times a week, and my palate cannot handle sushi anymore. Like, rarely I want it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, I don't enjoy it like I did before. Yeah. And there's several
0: foods like that. When I say I eat sushi, I mean I eat California rolls. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) To be
1: clear.
0: (laughs) I'm not not in there like eating like raw salmon or anything. And
1: actually our son wants to eat all the fish ones. We haven't gotten.
0: He doesn't know what they are. He just looks at the the pictures and is like, oh, that looks good. That's what
2: Brayden orders. If they fold the foil like a swan or something, he's like, I want that. (laughs) <laughs> he always right? wants something that's so he must different.
0: really like fajitas that come out on the hot plate. Oh, the, the skillet. Shh. Oh my yeah. gosh.
2: Where did we go recently that I got that?
0: El Zarape,
2: maybe? I saw tacos and beer now has fajitas. Ooh. I saw that um, advertised on the door.
0: We love tacos and beer, it's so good. There. It gets brought up over here all the time. I- <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> it's the place to be.
0: It actually got brought up in in the church staff meeting on Tuesday. I know, right? <laughs> It was so funny. I guess Reggie has experienced tacos and beer for the first time. All right. a couple weeks ago, so he was all like, "Have you guys been to tacos and beer?" We're like, like we've Bro. been
1: telling you."
2: I've only been there once. Brad and I shared the uh, carne asada fries. Oh, they oh, were so good. good.
0: Now, did you get it with the nacho cheese?
2: I think so. See, I don't, I don't
0: get it with the nacho cheese. I get it with the jack cheese. Oh, so I asked him to sub it. it and it's different, but it's better in my opinion.
1: I don't know. I like the nacho cheese with it. I don't like, soggy but he doesn't fries. like spicy either. Oh, I like spicy. So, yeah, me too.
0: No, I'm okay.
1: He's reformed. He I'm will reformed. do some. I'll do. Spicy.
0: I'll do nacho cheese. I mean, we went to the movie theaters and I was eating nacho cheese with my popcorn. Yeah, he
1: was jacking my nacho cheese it was kind of like oh with your popcorn a little mm-hmm. frustrating because oh. <laughs> I always do that ever since I was young and I know it's been probably people have been doing it forever but I always get a side of it well he's like dipping into mine and I'm like bro if you wanted your own nacho cheese you could have ordered your she own nacho cheese was like
0: this cheese. is my cheese nachos uh-huh. yeah
1: my kids
2: <laughs> my kids cannot eat the popcorn at the movie theater no at the all? butter makes them their stomach upset both of them every time hey, what about, about you popcorn for you I will get it with no butter, uh-huh. but...
0: That's not fun. That's good. a
1: fun in that. I know, right? Do you get any of the, like, seasonings and all that? No. Or it's a plain...
0: We were, like, we... Man. We were, when we You're were... You're just
1: not going to the movie theaters with the right people. Right, come right. With us. When we were dating, <laughs>
0: we went to the movie theaters a lot. It was, like, our place to be. And uh, we had, like, this whole palette of different flavored popcorn. Like, there was...
1: Shakers. Kettle smell. corn.
0: There was, like, a Parmesan one. There was a white cheddar, a nacho one. We loved it, mm-hmm. shaking like
1: into our chair. popcorn. Yeah, I I love when Christmas time comes around because, like, you get that tin. They don't make them the way they used to, first of all. Like, it's definitely different. But I remember when I was younger, there used to be the four flavors. So the cheese, the butter, the kettle corn, and then caramel. the... Didn't the, I just say that? No. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Kettle and then the caramel. Um, but, yeah, like, that was my favorite. I don't feel... I feel like they don't make it the same anymore. Like, it's either three or... But it doesn't always taste as good. Right? The quality. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, did I build it up that much in my mind? Or did they really lower? Like, for mass production type thing. Right. I don't know.
0: It was funny. There was one Christmas where she was like, no one ever buys us these popcorns anymore. Or, like, you haven't gotten me this popcorn. Because
1: that was a thing in our family. You bought like, people that... Instead of, like, a gift card or, like, or like a regular card, you would... Families a case of it, and that was your Merry Christmas. So like well, next, I buy it every year, so I'm not included in that.
0: The next, I get a couple. The next Christmas, I like went way overboard, and it was like every single time we went to the store, me and Claire came home with a we bucket of much. the popcorn. Oh my gosh! And yeah, we had like thirty of them in our house. <laughs> just...
1: Do y'all keep the cans, or y'all? I see that's the problem. Is he wants to supply the the popcorn cans but he's not prepared for me to want to store them and keep them every season
0: i have kept one somebody got us i don't maybe it was you i don't know uh-huh. somebody got us a, a baby yoda popcorn one wasn't us Some, somebody got us a baby yoda popcorn one and i've kept that one where's it at uh i don't know okay. but i know i kept it <laughs> i know i kept it I'm like, I, don't know where it's at. I gotta find it it's gotta be good decoration for my classroom in christmas time oh
1: my goodness <laughs>
0: But, That's funny. So where do you see yourself in 15, 20 years?
2: I want to be serving the Lord. I want to know where he wants me to be and be obedient to him and my family involved with the church as well. Um, I'd like to do arts and crafts, so maybe he'll bless me with a a job where I could Earn money and do what I love. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that far away. I would love to live by the beach, the coast. I love the weather there. Right. Um,
0: Man, you're you're really hoping for an earthquake or something because Hemet <laughs> <laughs> is a little far.
2: Yeah, but I um I, I don't, it's not really to answer the question about where I'm going to be, but I do. It's kind of changing topic. Topic. I do agree with. Um, while I'm here in Hemet this is where I'm supposed to serve and this is why God has me here right now mm-hmm. So I see all the hurt in, in our community and I see all the potential in our community and I've been doing the community worships lately mm. where we go to different churches and it's like it really feels like one body one church because we're all coming together mm-hmm. and um, I'm just embracing that and I'm taking it one day at a time it's really hard for me to jump into 15 years from now because I just pray we get through this day serve be obedient
1: and love one another mm. what a what a pure thing to say. Like, that's genuine, you know, and it's you could totally tell it's definitely primarily
2: about you and God. And if God has a man for him, for me, not for him, which he does. uh, If God has a man for me, I pray that he's whole and complete and I'll be whole
1: and complete. Amen. Before. Mm. That's new because I didn't. Anyway. Yes. Pray him in. I'm telling you that that works we're definitely believers in that altogether. like you should like we teach our, our kids too like you need to pray for your spouse even though they may be a teen right now or even though you know like maybe they're an adult or a kid or whatever it is but like why not pray for good into their life why not Trust that God's going to send the Holy Spirit and start Amen. to work on them. So that way, when you, like how you had mentioned, when you do come together, you guys are completing one another. That would
2: be so cool serving with someone. I didn't grow up um, seeing relationships in that way. I didn't understand the value of being equally yoked. Mm-hmm. I never understood it. But now that I did it not God's way, and I'm a single mom, but their dads are very involved, I I desire to have that healthy whole, complete in God, the unity with him. Hmm. I didn't understand that. And that's what I feel is maybe part of my mission the next 15 years too is for God to have me share with other women so they don't go down the path that I went hmm. down. yeah, Make the choices I made or see the consequences of my sin. It's real. It's yeah. real. Well, that's
0: good. Go ahead. No, I just, that's good.
1: <laughs> um, it's important to have people around you that that like how you're saying have learned have gone through it you know I I always think back to like when my mom or someone in our family would say like well we've been through it like it would kind of be almost like a blanket statement of like well I did it and I don't want you to go through it but was no true explanation of like well what did you go through you know, like they're just telling you, no, don't do this type of thing. But there's no explanation. There's no understanding. So as whether you're a child or an adult, if you don't understand something and someone's telling you not to go to it or don't touch the flame, your human instincts is going to want to touch the flame, you know, unless someone does sit down or they do hear, you know, how you relate or like, oh, my goodness, like I I'm sharing a similar story to you. Yes, they're two different paths that we're walking but there's a lot of similarities and there's things where we can learn from one another right yeah
2: and realizing that my consequences of my sin don't always just affect me it's affecting my children and i'm seeing them go through it you know Mm -hmm. so it's like what choices we make are and being obedient to the word and to god and staying in it and staying with fellowship because not Mm -hmm. too long recently i fell away from fellowship and it affected my life so much i didn't realize how much it how much it fulfilled me and kept me afloat Mm -hmm. and having that brother and sisterly love. Because there's nothing like a brother and sister in Christ. You can have completely opposite paths. You can be from different countries, different anything, different languages, and still Mm -hmm. you have a bond. That's right. And I went to, I think it was Greg Laurie Harvest, like 12 years ago, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they started seeing it, um, how great is our God in another language. And I'm telling you, ooh, the Holy Spirit was just moving. I could feel it more than when they sing it in English. Mm-hmm. You could just feel everybody coming together. Mm. Sorry, my mind wanders.
1: I love that. <laughs> no, actually, how great is our God, you really can right. figure out what they're singing based on how it's sung. Right. That's true. I've, I've heard something. He did it, they did it in English, and then they did it in Spanish.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one of and those it songs just like, that translates really good in Spanish. Right? Mm-hmm. Not every song does. Like t- a lot of times, people, uh, like worship teams in different churches will try to sing certain songs in Spanish, and it's like, uh, that's a hard hit. But how great is our God is really good.
1: Did were you here at DP when they would do Yeshua um, in English and Spanish? No. Oh my goodness. So shout out to Lynette, Kiki, and. Everyone else who was on the worship team, Amaryllis, um, Daisy, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of everyone, uh, Danny, there's so many of them. Anyways, um, they would do the mashup of Yeshua, um, and I want to say another song, I can't even remember what it is, but anyways, they would do a part of it in English and a part of it in Spanish, and it was so powerful, it was beautiful, because they had quite a bit of their singers that spoke fluent Spanish, right. and then... Taught the rest of them how to say it. Because it would be like a verse or two. And Yeshua's is pretty basic. You know, it's completely a worshiping song. You know, like a, a praise and just exalting his name and acknowledging who he is. Um, but yeah, I love that one. That's probably one of my favorites. There's a couple of them that they used to sing, right? Yeah, they English did How Spanish. Great Is
0: Our God in Spanish. And they've done a couple other ones in Spanish. It's good. I like it. The kids, li- the kids seem to like it because... They don't really know the words, so they're more focused on just encountering God in those moments.
2: And that's what I—I've gone to different churches growing up in and out of my life. I've been to the Mormon Church. I've been a Methodist, um, a Baptist. um, But this is the first church, uh, DP, where I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and I've been able to worship freely, Mm -hmm. and I— I don't really think I can put it into words what I'm trying to describe here, but mm-hmm. uh, it's my first experience. Maybe it's where I'm at with God or it's also the environment.
1: Mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're at home. You're right. in a safe place. Right. 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 Yeah. I love that. Um, speaking of um, like entering into that time of worship, would you say worship time is your favorite part?
2: I love worship, but I'm worshiping all the time, not even here. Yeah, I mean, I'm in my car. I like I got my R&B worship, I got my hip hop worship, I got mm-hmm. my deep,
1: deep, oh, that's connection right, you sent that playlist.
2: I, I, so I love music, and through yeah. my life, I've always loved music. And that's uh, so what my mom said. She one time, she's like, "Oh, you, I let you watch that MTV, and that's what happened. That's why you <laughs> messed up, you know." But um, I, I agree with what you're putting in is what you're getting out. Mm-hmm. But I love music. I love beats. It's, it can raise you up your spirits, and it can take you down to the feelings you're feeling,
1: your emotions. I
2: just love music.
1: Have you seen their start? I mean, I'm sure it's always been around, but country Christian is popping oh, right yeah. now, and I love it because it it has a good beat to it. But it's like still, I hear some of them on the radio every now yeah. and then. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's totally what I'm I into right to now. I used to be
0: like, as a kid, I used to be like anti-country. I thought country music sucked. And then a few years ago, I got into like that pop country, you know, like Kane Brown type music. But like right now, for some weird reason, I don't know, I'm like super into like cowboy, like campfire, just the guitar. Just the guitar and one guy.
2: But I grew up hearing like old worship hymns, like Alan Jackson. He has like, they sing a lot of hymns. So that's what I remember growing up is hearing a lot of hymns. Me too. But a lot of country artists do it. So that's what's neat about me getting saved and coming back to DP is all those hymns we used to sing growing up in church or my mom would sing around the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I have now my spirit mends with those songs and understands them now. Mm. So I grew up hearing them or just mouthing with the lips, the motion. Yeah. And that's what's different in my life is they've collided and they are one now. I don't know how to explain oh. it, but... They
1: mean so much. Yeah. Yeah. The understanding is there. Right. The understanding is there. Yeah, yeah, Amen. Preach it. There you go. You you had the words. <laughs> I just filled in the gap for you. I, I did what uh, Kyle does for me all the time. I'm like, what's that word? And he's like, it comes from left field and everyone else who listens. It's like, how did you get that? I'm like, we're in sync, right?
0: So what? you still work at the school, right?
2: I still work um, for him at Unified.
0: Helping out.
2: I work in, um, I'm an IBIA, Intensive Behavior Intervention Assistant, and I'm an aide with the autism classes.
0: So you're helping out kids with needs.
2: Right. But I've recently applied for another position, still within the school district, but um, I like it there too. It's like a family. Mm -hmm. And um, I know we hear stuff about public schools and what they're teaching and whatnot. But from my experience, I've met some strong Christian Teachers, not just women, but men as well. And we bond and we pray. Mm. Oh, I love that. And I don't know if I could say this, but I um my te- my parent teacher conference with my son. Turns out her husband is a pastor here in town. Oh wow. And so during our conference, we prayed and we prayed with my son. That is so and cool. this isn't a public school. Yeah. So just to let you know, you have to be a light in the darkness. And right. I can't afford private school for my son. So I'm like, you can shine where you're at, baby. They can't mm-hmm. handle you. Put your sunglasses on. Yeah. Tell them.
0: Hey. No, that's good. Because the there is a real battlefield on the public schools. But the thing is, is we shouldn't be running from it. We should be running into it. Amen. And God has people that he stationed into those public schools that are there doing spiritual warfare and warfare every day. I feel
2: mm-hmm. it. I feel it. There's been students I in my I've prayed over. I've been alone with them, and I can feel, sense, whatever it is, if it's CPS or whatever's going on, there's something I can sense, and I mm-hmm. pray. And so I feel like God had has
1: me there for his purpose.
0: Right. Good. No, that's good.
1: And it's needed, very, very much needed. You know, in any school that you go to, kids have it tough nowadays. But then again, I have to watch out because I don't want the enemy to tie me up with my work, get me distracted
2: from my fellowship and my groups and mm. my church and my first love. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I need to stay focused with him no matter what, because I can get too busy and fall away from my
1: first love. Look at you spitting all these bombs, girl.
0: (laughs) You're preaching to yourself right now. It's amazing. (laughs) You know, my dad used to say like 90% of the time, if you listen to a pastor or like preaching, whatever he's, whatever he's preaching on or teaching on, something he needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like Wednesday night, you know, like, Lately, I've kind of been feeling like the world's beating me up. Like, I'm just tired. I want to just stay in bed. Like, I'm getting, I'm overwhelmed with things that I have to do, you know. And I'm just, like, looking over at God, like, come on, man, will you intervene at some point here? You know, that was what my whole sermon was last night for the youth group. But it was something I needed to hear because sometimes God will um, let us get beat up a little bit and just look at us and be like, you got this. No, no, no. I could intervene. I could get, I could, but you got this. And you have to break out of it so that you have a testimony of how you overcame something, you know?
2: Yep, I totally agree. I've been down in the valleys and today I can honestly say I thank him for those valleys because they Mm -hmm. helped me to get to where I'm at with them. It literally drew me closer to him. And so like when I was in it, I'm like, oh, this is a mess. But now that I'm out of it, I'm like, wow, he is so creative and awesome. Mm -hmm. Like how he can work things how he does, like, his vision so much farther than we can even imagine.
0: Right. So what we need to do, from what I heard, you know, Pastor Steve Howard, he hooked uh, Tyler up with Phoebe, so now I guess Cora's <laughs> got to be his new, his new, though, his new client. <laughs> no, I don't know why I was
1: thinking about that when <laughs> we were talking about it. I had to write down something that you said so that way I don't forget it because I love it. I think him in the valleys, and then I think him on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are. That's good.
0: Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I talk about my dad all the time, but my dad used to say things like that where he would just be out there troweling concrete and it'd be hundred and thirty degrees outside or whatever, you know, and just a breeze would come through and my dad would automatically be like, Oh, thank God for oh, that. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for that breeze. Mm-hmm. Like and sometimes I would look at him and be like, Dad, it's just a breeze. Like you can't you don't know, like if it was Jesus or God, like there would be lots of breeze. He would drop the temperature down, you know, 20, 30 degrees, and my dad would be like, no, 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 he sent that. He sent that breeze for me. Amen. He sent that breeze. So it's so cool. Well, it's
1: good to be, in one sense, over-observant of God and, like how we had said before, acknowledging him. Acknowledge him, acknowledge him, acknowledge him. You know, like, I think some kind of tying into your um, sermon last night, We want God to be noticing us and what we're going through. But God's looking at us and like, look, acknowledge me, look at me, give thanks to me in what you're doing. And in that, he takes something that you kind of know what you're doing type thing. But then he all of a sudden he catapults you. Catapult came up again, apparently. and (laughs) He's going to skyrocket you and he's going to make things clear. You know, bring the revelation to your eyes to what he's seen. And he doesn't call the equipped; he equips the called, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's <the> hashtag unqualified. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing.
0: That, that's the only thing that qualifies you is how unqualified people think you are.
1: And the closer
2: I get to him, and the more I learn the word, the more I realize I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it drives
1: you in, right? Right. It makes you want to know more. And his timing's perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, once people get to that point where they feel like they know everything and they can't learn anymore, they're they're valueless. Right. You know, you're only as value as you're willing to learn and grow and step up. You know, that's a terrible place to be. I'm actually in a leadership course right now, and the, and they're talking uh, in my college, and that's what he's talking about is like, leaders will get to a certain part point and think that this is it. Like I can never go past this point. I've learned all that I can learn. I'm 100% achieved everything I can achieve, and that's actually where the career starts to decline. So it's all about being able to learn more, being able to you know, be molded and changed. And that that's effective in ministry as well. You know, a lot of people, they get in ministry and they get fixated in the ways that they do things, the way that they, you know, same altar call or the way that they share their message or the way that we run production or the way that we do sound or lights or whatever it is. And it's the same all the time. And then somebody comes in and knows something that you don't know about the technology and we pour water on their fire. Like, no, 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 I've been leading this production for 20 years. You don't, you can't tell me how to run the lights. I was like but i learned something let me show you mm-hmm. and if you're willing to be open to people coming in and, and just showing and being willing to be okay with them making mistakes because people are gonna make mistakes not everyone's gonna be perfect and they're gonna try to show you something and it might not work the first couple of times how much better can things be mm-hmm. right. you know at that point
1: yeah cool. being open to the possibilities I like I like how you were mentioning earlier about like your next 15 20 years like you kind of have a little bit of pieces. And I love how God will take all of our little snippets of what we like or what we love and what we're good at, you know? And, and then he, he never really makes it what we expect, you know, like he's, it's better. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's so amazing. Cause you're like, wow. Yeah. You're like, that was a possibility. Like I was shooting, like I was lowballing him so much type things when you have God and he comes in you and he comes Along walks alongside you, like, the possibilities are so endless. And I feel like God wants us to be in 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 a state of, like, we're not done yet. Well, All it's right.
0: biblical. I had to look it up because <laughs> I'm not as good as Pastor Steve is. But Matthew 6, 34 says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about its own mm-hmm. things. Just worry about today and today's troubles. Mm-hmm. Like, Thank you, Lord. So I think it's good because we know that where there is no... Vision things perish, so like you do have to have a goal of where you want to be, but you can't be so fixated on that goal that you miss right now, right? Right,
2: I was accepted. You talked about going to school, this made me think of like I applied, I had like a few classes left for my bachelor's. Um, I was a professional student (laughs) before I had kids. (laughs) I went to MSJC, I got an associate's in math and science, I got one in liberal arts studies, and I got one in social behavioral science, and um, then I went to Cal State. And I have like three classes left for my bachelor's and business administration with the concentration of marketing. Long story short, I applied back in November to get back in because now it's harder. You used to get in if you're if you've been going. And um, I got a letter of acceptance.
0: Hey, to go what? Back. praise God. <laughs> yes, heck yeah. But I don't want to oh, cool. get too far
2: ahead of me. I need to be where he wants me to be at the time. Mm-hmm. I need to learn how to.
0: Is it for online?
2: Word? Um. I thought they had to be in class because I was almost finished. I don't know if they're available online. I'd have to check.
0: Yeah, you should check that out. Online schooling. I am a I Shresa and I are both advocates for online schooling. We we're, weren't before. We, we are weren't now, before. Be um, my <laughs> little brother Sean is going to MSJC. My little brother sister or my little sister Mariana is going to be going to MSJC, and we're all for online schooling because it. If you are dedicated and disciplined you can fit it around your schedule right and you can continue to live your life work your job do your ministry do your kids um all that stuff and still complete your schooling Mm -hmm. instead of being pigeonholed into like okay tuesdays from nine to ten i have to go to class and and it drives
1: everything yeah you know it's not just that class time you have to prep and if you have kids or like a job you have to go around so much like even when we go anywhere for your car. Right.
0: <laughs> well, you got a Prius. So. I got a Prius.
1: But still, <laughs> beep beep. I wanted one of those. I'm as much of, a, <laughs> as
2: much of a as much of a
0: car guy as I am, I, I do I wanted a Prius so bad. <laughs> it was like,
2: I said I would never <laughs> drive a Prius.
0: I don't care. Gas is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I want a Corvette too, but I wouldn't mind. I'd take a Jeep.
1: I love passenger
0: Jeep. <laughs> I do love for Jeep. But back back to it. Like we're saying online schooling is For people who can make themselves disciplined, like Shreya and I would take our kids to the park and both have our laptops and our phones and like doing schoolwork while our kids are playing at Mm -hmm. the park. Or like, you have to, you it takes work, but you can fit it around your schedule. Like tonight, for example, Shreya will be here doing um, worship practice. She'll be running media, and I'll just be sitting next to her working on my schoolwork because this is the opening that I have to do it. You know. Uh, we went on vacation this weekend <laughs> and Sharice <Charissa> was.
1: Vacation.
0: <laughs> was, we were both sitting down on the, the kitchen table and she was working on stuff for youth or something uh, with the for, church.
1: Yeah, production. Production.
0: <laughs> and I was doing my homework while we're just sitting there listening to the waves and the kids were kids sleeping. Playing or playing. And, and yeah. I don't even know. That's sad. I didn't even know where they were. No, but well, there
1: was a couple times we did that. So at one point they were sleeping and at another point they were playing and, and all that. So it's totally
0: stuff, doable. So. Online schooling is.
1: I think it's more enjoyable, honestly. Like, there's a lot of a lot of people nowadays. They have like a mass anxiety of being beside someone that they feel inferior to, and I think when you take out the class setting, um, especially for the people that are a little bit more reserved, um, it allows them to do whatever it is that they need to do beforehand before they get to that class discussion, stuff like that, to, to build themselves up, to learn the information, you know, and then they can go through the breakdowns or whatever it is, you know, the ups and lows (laughs) before they turn in their paper. And it, I think it just takes a big stress off of it. Like I, I truly enjoyed um, some of the classes that I've, I've taken and um, it's kind of funny to see the different people, their responses that they have on like the discords and all mm-hmm. that. Some of them are like super profound and other ones like are on the lesser side and you're just like, okay, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm somewhere in between.
0: <laughs> well, my favorite part is like, I'm not 18, 19, 20 years old anymore. I have no desire to be in a classroom with other kids goofing around and like making friends. Like don't get me wrong. God has put me here to evangelize and I'll do that and I'll, and I'll talk with people and stuff. But like that part of school, I have no desire to be. I've already done that, you know. And I'm not a great student in a classroom. I have massive ADHD, and so I'll be staring at at all kinds of stuff or making jokes to the teacher that he would probably not find very funny. So when I'm at home, like, it's just me and this laptop. It's just me and this computer. Here's the assignment. This is what I got to do. Get it done and then move on with my day from there, you know. Right. Otherwise, you know, kids are like, let's go have lunch. And I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to do all that.
1: How do you learn best?
2: I haven't done the online school yet, but I think it would definitely be driving back and forth through traffic every night mm. and every day.
1: Yeah. But But that's good time with God too.
2: Yeah. That's I true.
0: Enjoy oh, that. Yeah. I think I like it's focus good. on the
2: family. I like the D P podcast. That's <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> um, I think it'd be a good example to Brody and uh Brayden.
2: Oh, right. So I, Brody's I the one that encouraged me. Yeah. He's like, I Mom, come on, me. do something with yourself a career not just a job
0: yeah look, hey. it's smart right that kid is so smart so i
2: had to use that in my next interview i'm looking for a career not just a job thank you yeah.
0: yes. brody this is somewhere i want to be for you know 20 30 years i don't see myself into the next step no i think it is good like especially well brody's a great student he really is but he knows that he's smart and so he'll just toe the line of whatever like okay as long as i get a b i'm good that was i heard him say it so many times as long as i get a b i'm fine I'm like, bro, you could be like one of the best students in this class. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's like, as long as I get a B, I'm fine. And then he's fine with like just staring off into the stars. He's so
1: comical, though. Oh my goodness. I love that kid. But he's see, he's, he's a lot like you. Cause you're <laughs> funny. You're like really funny. And Brody's just, so is Brayden, honestly, both of them. But um, yeah, he'd like be coming up with like weird little snippets yeah, back he's and quick. forth. Yeah. He's really quick. Yeah, he is snippy. Like, I would come in and he he would say something to me and then I'd like snap back at him and then he he'd already have something. Them two got um, into it quite a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets like that, like that quick, all fun, witty oh, yeah. stuff from
2: his dad. His dad's pretty quick too. Yeah, fun, funny, always life at the party, that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> so my favorite, Brody found his best friend in me because he found one of my favorite things and that's telling stories. I just love to tell stories and. And, like, you know, stories of my childhood, stories about my dad. It's actually probably something I got from my dad. I love storytelling. So does Brody.
2: I know. His dad's Mm -hmm. like that, too, and very articulate with it. He corrects (laughs) me when I'm speaking about things. (laughs) And he knows how to tell a story. You're right. Yeah, so Brody
0: Brody would come up to me, like, with random people and be like, Right, Kyle? didn't And it's like, I have no idea what's going on. And I'm just able to drop right into, like, the same thing. And everyone's looking at, like, that really happened? <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> like when he broke his arm mm-hmm. slipping in the kitchen counter. Like me and him went on a full thing about how he was riding a dirt bike, I even got believe chased him down by half the wolves. things he was talking
1: about. <laughs> like, I don't even know what it'd be. Kyle would be like, No, seriously, babe, like this happened, blah blah blah. And then Brody would always be the first, him and him or Isaac would always be the first ones to speak up and be like no we did I'm like first of all I don't trust either one of you guys (laughs) none (laughs) of you dies for (laughs) Kyle so no I don't believe you (laughs) but yeah that kid is he's smart he's quick
0: yeah
1: you got some good kids girl
0: thank you Jesus Mm -hmm. All right, well, thank you for joining us, Miss Cora. We love this podcast. We love having you with us. We're looking forward to the next time we get to have you in the studio. Do you have any final farewells, anything you want to plug? Ladies' night?
2: Oh, ladies' night is the first Sunday of the month.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And uh, Reggie has Unchained Tuesday nights and Back to Basics on Saturday nights, both at 6.30. Here
1: at the church. Here at the church in Mm -hmm. the youth room. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't even know.
2: It has so many names. multi-purpose room. It's multi-purpose.
1: And I want to say love
2: God and love others. Amen. Love
0: God and love others. I love it. And love yourself, people. Love yourself. Thank right. you for coming to that DP City Connect. We can't wait to hear from you guys later. As always, you can reach out to dpcity, ooh, Pod at gmail.com. I almost forgot my own email. Love you guys. Bye.